From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Unbridled ambition gets a thorough workout in this 2016 Pulitzer Prize-nominated drama from American playwright Brandon Jacobs Jenkins, It's one of four MTC Australian premieres this season. When in his early to mid-twenties, he's only 33 years of age now, Jacobs Jenkins spent three years as an editorial assistant in the fiction department of the New Yorker magazine. That unwittingly set the scene for the emergence of Gloria. Set in the offices of a prestigious Manhattan magazine, the play is a contemporary satire. The day-to-day drudgery is particularly wearing on a small group of editorial assistants, and it never changes for them. They go about their business without a great deal of enthusiasm, although Arnie, Jane Harbour, who's been there for a year, appears to be quite pleasant. The longest-serving member of the team is 29-year-old Dean, Jordan Fraser Trumbull, a five-year veteran who secretly aspires to write a decent manuscript. Dean moans about the new breed of intern, who he claims has a born-to-rule mentality. He has no hesitation, therefore, in instructing their latest, the intelligent but compliant Miles, Callan Coley, who's about to leave after having all but completed his six-week stint, to undertake menial tasks. Dean is an unashamed, unabashed schmoozer, a networker, not that it's gotten him that far. This particular day he arrives late and with a massive hangover, having been one of only a handful who the previous night attended the mortifying party of another work colleague named Gloria, role filled by Lisa McCune. Gloria has been at the magazine for 15 years and there's something strange about her. She appears awkward. As late as Dean is, motormouth and caffeine addict Kendra, Aileen Hune, is even later. She has no hesitation in paying out on everything and everyone. Self-confident, work doesn't appear to be on her agenda. The vigorous interchanges between Dean, Arnie and Kendra incur the ire of stressed fact-checker Lauren, Peter Paltos, 37, who's just been upgraded to the role of head fact-checker and who works down the hall. Lauren frequently implores the editorial assistants to pipe down. If you're thinking that this is much ado about nothing thus far, you'd be right. The first act felt dull and drawn out to the best part of an hour, and then just before interval, something happened to change everything. The shock in the audience was palpable. I was far more involved throughout the second and third acts that took place after the break and moved the action forward eight months and two years from what occurred at the end of Act One. The second act is set in a coffee shop at Christmas, and the third in the offices of a television station. All the actors, apart from Peter Paltos, play two or three roles. Act two in particular really sizzles and features an incendiary exchange between Dean and Kendra and a superbly realised heartfelt monologue from Dean's former boss Nan, Lisa McCune's second character. Also of great merit is a wonderfully realistic meltdown from Lauren in the first act in which Peter Paltos makes his mark. 
Conversely, I thought that Aileen Hune pushed too hard as Kendra in Act 1. Although her character's meant to be grating, her representation looked forced. Notably, not so in the second act. The set design and changeovers between acts are mighty impressive. When the curtain rises after interval, you can't but help be gobsmacked by the quantum shift. Christina Smith is the set and costume designer. After building up very effectively during the second act and showing promise in the third, I felt let down by the ending. I thought the play on journalistic ambition could have gone further. Sure, Gloria makes a point about the cut and thrust of our media-saturated world, but given the heights it reaches in the middle stages, the ending felt like a bit of a cop-out. Directed by Lee Lewis, and with a running time of two hours excluding the interval, Gloria is on at Southbank Theatre The Sumner in Melbourne until the 21st of July 2018. I saw the first preview performance of the production. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.